Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, media. EliasRoushMedia.com. We are discussing Euphoria Season 1, Episode 4 today. Sorry, 4, what the hell am I talking about? Season 1, Episode 6, the next episode. The next episode. Hold up. <laughs> uh, this is uh, directed by Pippa Bianca. This uh, this is a pretty interesting episode. I, I think this is actually the same director that is going to put out the new HBO. Um, looks like it's a film called Share, which is uh, something about a girl being raped or something like that. And there's a video that gets leaked or something like that. So she's responsible for that. And she's also responsible for the short drama share i uh, so i guess it's based off of uh the short story of a 15 year old girl returns to the school after an explicit video of her goes viral so yeah she she must have been responsible for um yeah she was the director of that and so she's making it into a full film and she's also the director of this episode i was really impressed by this episode uh just technically the uh uh, the way that it was crafted felt a little bit different than um, the other ones. I will say uh, this is kind of jam-packed, so I'm going to try to speed through the synopsis real quick because I'm kind of running out of time on my end of what got a, a video shoot I got to run to. So here we go. Here's the synopsis. Growing up, McKay is pressured by his father into becoming a successful football player. In present day, Daniel hosts a Halloween party. Days before, Cassie attends a Halloween party with McKay at his fraternity, where he is hazed by some of his fraternity brothers, though he brushes it off and later has aggressive sex with Cassie, which leaves her uh, in shambles. At Daniel's party, Ruse worries about Jules erratic behavior. Nate is temporarily expelled from school while while he and Maddie continue to secretly meet at the motel. Cat continues to oddly to, continues to act coldly towards Ethan, but they later hook up. Rue apologizes to Fezco for lashing out at him. While drunk Jules kisses Rue again, when Cassie rejects Daniel's sexual advances, he insults her and asserts that he is only interested in having sex with her. Cassie realizes her period is late. Before it is Halloween, before Halloween, it is revealed that Nate broke into Tyler's house and coerced him into confessing to choking Maddie. He also blackmailed Jules into telling the police that she witnessed Tyler attacking Maddie. Nate and Maddie turn up to Daniel's party to apologize from the party goers. Sorry. Nate and Maddie turn up to Daniel's party to applause from the party goers, and Rue becomes suspicious after seeing Jules' reaction. So yeah, it's kind of a jam-packed episode, but that's basically the entire episode in about a minute or two. Uh, so... I can see where this ship is starting to sail in a way in in good and bad. I think 
Rue said it best in one of the scenes. She said, the highs are really high, but the lows are kind of low. And I'm starting to see some uh, contrivances in the storytelling for this, specifically around the Nate coercing, blackmailing everybody, him doing some Bruce Wayne Batman shit, jumping into people's apartments and shit. Um, I, I don't really agree with that. I don't think that that would ever happen or that people would take it this far. He's coercing, um, both, I think, was his, I don't know what the other guy's name that he beat up, the guy he beat up and he's coercing, um, uh, oh yeah, Tyler. And he's also coercing, um, what's it called? Uh, Jules, sorry, my, my left blank for a second. So, um, yeah, I was just like, this is where the the story is going to be the weakest for me. If they continuously allow him to do all this with them getting away with it, it's just like, oh my God, there's no way that the police would ever believe this. And they <clears throat> almost triple question Jules about this stuff, but it's just like, everyone's like, oh, this is what happened. So this must've been what happened. It's like, this guy's getting off easy. So, um, at the beginning of the episode, like it says, um, I, I, I've talked about the different, excuse me, a little bit of Red Bull. Get the morning going for this video shoot. Um, every episode has like a, a centric focus on somebody uh, that we're is in the cast, like a supporting supporting uh, cast member, and kind of gives like a two or three minute summation of who they are, how they became who they are, and it seems that McKay is a a product of what his father wanted him to be kind of the best of the best of the best um specifically in football and he really didn't give him much of a backup plan if he didn't happen to become one of the 10,000 or whatever football players that he wanted to be so McKay is starting to come to the realization that he may not have uh what it takes to get into the NFL which regardless if you do have what it takes it's a lot of luck on top of that as well the um the odds are very much against you and so i i recall you know football players in in both high school and uh college that were both having to hit that realization that they might have been the best in the you know the town the county the state but the world's a lot bigger than just the state and so yeah they they, they i've seen a lot of athletes come to that realization and it's it's got to be hard on some level, but you also have to have a backup plan in, in case you're not one of the ten thousand or eleven thousand, uh, you know, pro players. So um, we see some terrible shit happen from the fraternity side when he's uh, about to have sex with Cassie. It's like there's definitely like whiplash throughout this episode of you know you know kind of a hot steamy sexy scene about to happen and then like just like that it can be the rug will be ripped right underneath you and all of a sudden you have eight fraternity guys coming in and what looked like pretty much it looked like straight up like assaulted uh mckay like it, i think they had like strap-ons and shit like that i don't know it it very much looked like they were recording themselves uh assaulting or sodomizing mckay and it was 
I was in shock at that point. I this there were so many times my mouth was on the floor in this episode. I was just I, I could not believe what I was watching, or that they had even taken it that far. I mean, I'm sure that I've heard of heinous things happening in fraternities, and I can't say my experience was one of the best. It, it never went to that degree. I mean, I felt like maybe we were like beat up a little bit, but we were not assaulted like that that's just uh ridiculous and i i i I recall just having a hard time in the fraternity but nothing to ever that degree that's just it's straight up assault and i don't know did it, it it was upsetting to see all of that happen mostly because that doesn't get portrayed that often but also not just that it was the way that he reacted the way his girlfriend Cassie reacted and they kind of have to like brush it off and Cassie's kind of just in this weird weird mode of like ah you know like you can't just push you know brush that off and act like that didn't happen and that's kind of what McKay's leaning toward um but yeah, most of this episode was very much, you know, flashback style, you know, in current on the main timeline, everybody's in in the Halloween party, but then Rue's explaining, you know, what happened 48 hours earlier or something like that with everybody. And we really don't get a big summation of what happened with uh, Jules and uh, Nate. I know what he, excuse me, um... I know what he essentially says to her. It's uh, in the realm of you got to go tell uh, the police that, you know, you didn't see me. You saw uh, Tyler choking Maddie or something like that. But I didn't really understand how Rue had caught on to that. I know that Rue was starting to feel a little odd, but there's... It, I, I didn't see the through line where she, besides the fact that she saw Jules staring at Nate... At the very end, it didn't make sense for me personally what what had happened. I don't know how how did she have a clue that Jules was hiding some stuff from her or something like that. You know, just um, I don't know stuff like that. One of my favorite characters and one of my favorite new actors I think on the show is Fezco. I the, this guy I think it's like Anglis Clout or something like that. I don't know Cloud, something like that. Let me see if I can find this guy's name. I really like this guy as a. a supporting character he 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 feels like an embodied actor of like mac miller and he just has this natural vibe he really gives off uh angus clout yeah and this is like his first um debut he went straight to like hbo that's pretty crazy um i wish i would had some like background on him uh but yeah so the um cinematography the outfits that in this episode were really good too i didn't really get to talk too much about that everyone kind of had an outfit that really fit the personality uh daniel specifically he turned in he's like the sweet guy that turns into the asshole kind of rapey guy uh and he's wearing the ted bundy outfit we have nate at the party and he's in the jailbird outfit um Maddie, I guess, has a big old hat on because she has a big personality. I don't know. I, I, I hate it when they have these these uh, high school, you know, walk-ins when people are like 
cheering the, the cool guy in the room when they walk in. Like, that doesn't ever happen. They, people only cheer your name if they want you to, like, chug something. <laughs> it's like, that. That that's, like, the one thing that happened. And I don't know. It, it's just crazy that everyone's willing to just kind of let bygones be bygones because of uh, the assault thing. It just, everyone's just cheering his name. Everyone forgot. It's only been, like, a week or two. And so it's, it's I don't know. That, that's a little... I don't know. Contrived is what I would say when the story just is being the story for it. It's, you know, it needs to be like that. You know, you need to hate the bad guy. What's it? Um, Maud Apatow? Is that her name? Maudie? I don't know how to pronounce her first name. Uh, Lexi Howard, played by, uh, what's his, Apatow's daughter. Uh, she was hilarious in this, in that Bob Ross outfit. I thought this was one of the episodes that did an amazing job just juggling all these different plot lines and storylines and still able to put in these hilarious scenes with like Zendaya and uh, Maude Apatow and these, they're in these hilarious Halloween get-ups and they're like, uh, they take Troy, who's been uh, trying to get Gia to smoke for I don't know how many episodes now, um, but they take him into the kitchen and they have this like little short scene where they, they she's like i've been in the joint i've been in the rehab i you know i talked to uh marlo i talked to uh stringer bell I, and she starts like naming naming off like all of the characters from uh <laughs> the wire i was dying and having what's her face dressed as uh Bob Ross in the back. I literally was literally dying. I was laughing so hard. I was like, I need this movie. Can we take this scene and put it in a two-hour movie? I need an hour and a half, whatever the hell. Just this, they played so well off each other, and uh, I could just see the the actor who plays Troy um, sitting there, looking like he was about to just bust out laughing. It was so funny. I that was one of the. Uh, best scenes i think in the season <laughs> and i'm glad they've given her more of a uh, a role in this uh series i'm trying to see is i wonder if uh, judd Al- apatow's wife is who's playing her mother because that would be kind of cool I, I can't find her name let me see no that's not her no. anyways this was uh, a a great episode on all ends. I thought uh, Cranston Johnson, who plays Frederick McKay, did an excellent job. I was about ready to start staying. I was like ready. I wasn't in the hike position, like ready to go for forty real quick. When he was telling uh, his son all of the uh, inspirational stuff to keep him going, and I was like, "Holy shit!" He was out there like two hours before practice even started and i was like this guy as a you know young young man is uh he's getting it he's he's doing his best um and the young boy that plays young mckay was also great as well great child actors um but yeah this was one of my favorite episodes because of how we had all of the characters kind of central in one locate one location and uh it really i don't know it uh it juggled a lot of heavy themes, but also had some great levity within it as well. Um, the only thing that really is bothering me is this Nate Nate plot line, like uh, blackmailing everybody. This it, it's just not believable for me. It's just like he's, and I don't know how Rue knows anything, and so I just 
so many questions and he's just such an asshole. So um, I have heard whispers in the wind. Some people were not so hot on Euphoria's uh, final episode. So I'm curious to see if that's that's what they're talking about because that's what would bother me if he, one, got away with it, two, if... I, this doesn't feel like a, a, a show where they get away with the you know the crime or whatever this very much feels like uh, if you do something bad in this world it will come back to you know uh spanky in the ass or something like that you know uh, karma does seem to exist in this world but um i don't know we're i i'm trying to figure out exactly what the the real I'm trying to figure out exactly what the realm of what we're living in in this world is because at some some points it feels really grounded into the reality and other times it feels a little bit campy and uh, the world just kind of crafts around what it needs to be. So thank you for listening to the Lucky Dog Podcast. Check out all the other podcasts that we have coming out. Um, got some new movies hopefully coming down the tube. Uh, ones we have already uh, gotten down, pat, already hop, lock, skipped, already bag, tagged, and locked. Um, Succession, season two, episode one. If you have not seen Succession on Epi- uh, HBO and you're on Euphoria, definitely check out some Succession. We have covered a first a couple episodes on there, and so go back on the uh, podcast and check those out. Big Little Lies, we've already checked out season two. We've got the podcast wrapped up, ready for you. And uh, coming down the tube, be sure to subscribe to get that. Um, we've also checked out The Boys on Amazon Prime Video. So we have, you know, some HBO, some H, uh, some Amazon Prime, some uh, Netflix. We have we have it all. Just check out all the stuff we can. Um, look at our podcast at gmail.com for comments, questions, concerns. Thank you for listening. And take it easy.